right, folks, at 12.06, it is 12.06. Good afternoon. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. Thank you, JR. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, which is DePietro.com. No, it's a sunny Thursday. <clears throat> Isn't it interesting that each day, all right, so we have some snow that's still on the ground um, and some ice and so forth, but each day this week, It'll melt a little bit more and melt a little bit more. And then uh, it is nice with the sunshine right now as we get closer to 40 degrees. Folks, I like when the roads are clear. They're easy to get around. We have less accidents. Today, tomorrow will be pretty much like this. And then um, on Thursday is when it breaks 40. And then Friday, I think a lot of the snow, if not all the snow, will be gone as we have some rain and temperatures approach 50 degrees. But in the meantime, <clears throat> listen, it is um, it adds for a nice Christmas feel on this Tuesday, December 13th. And folks, this portion of the program, as Christmas is fast approaching, is brought by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, don't get me wrong. We still, there's still plenty of time. That people, you know, what I like about um, the way Christmas falls this year, with Christmas falling on a Sunday, the real week that might be a little difficult, or if anything, to get anything done will be the final week of the year. And that's when, because Christmas is on the Sunday, so Christmas Eve on the Saturday, stay with me, that's why it's Dr. Juan. And then uh, Monday is the official holiday. So everybody's off Monday. And then that week of Christmas to New Year's is, you know, that that's really the week that good luck trying to get anything accomplished just because a lot of people are off. And then New Year's Day will be celebrated on on January 2nd. So <clears throat> but it's it's worse. And, and what I mean by that is at least. For those that like to be productive, we have this whole week and the next week of full weeks to get get things done, so to speak. Now that we've explained that, <clears throat> I don't know what that has to do with PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, but it does because it just feels a little more Christmassy with uh, all the snow on the ground. Folks, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, they are without question everything you need decorating your home. You know, on top of that, a lot of... Um, Christmas gifts, unique gifts, that also that makes a great gift, right? A lot of Christmas decorations, but they have balsam Fraser fir cut trees. They have potted live trees, custom man-made wreaths, 10 inch, 60 inch in size. They have, they call it Christmas swag and mistletoe, hanging baskets, roping, cut greens, decorative pots and cemetery baskets, Christmas crafts. They're open seven days a week. Gift certificates are available. But they have, and these make great gifts. If you're like me, you like to give unique gifts. <clears throat> if you, when you can. But they have birdhouses locally made and sleighs that are custom made by local artists. At PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, family-run business. They're open seven days a week. I'll tell you, they grind. <laughs> they grind it seven days a week. From when they open, and I mean in, in March, right around Easter, until now, they are cranking seven days a week. And it's family run, and I just have so much respect for them. And it's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. They also have firewood available, pickup and delivery. Folks, pop in and see them. They're open every day. They also, I use them, PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, as a very effective example, in my opinion, as someone that uses their Facebook page Effectively, uh, they update it. Look at this. This just came in. Blah blah blah. So, it's uh, it's a nice reference point. I try to do that for a lot of businesses. That I'm not saying uh, you you can't update a, a yellow page, and and people for different reasons just don't happen to be reading the newspaper anymore. But Facebook FB is free, right? You know the Rhode Island saying: if it's free, it's for me. Meta is free. Folks, but check them out. PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Now, yesterday, um, it, it was a huge day on the website, dipetro.com, because of, why? Well, because of the exclusive content we put. Also, the Charlotte Lester bombshell that is there. There's so many different parts of that case that 
where that's the only place you can read about that. And it's all documented. And it remains a missing persons case. And the anniversary coming up will be this week because she disappeared last seen Monday night, May 16th. If you want to really know everything about the Charlotte Lester case, the missing persons case, log on at thepetro.com. It's right there. It's one of our top stories. It did very, very well yesterday. But then if you go through some of the archives, you'll get other information about the case that that the rest of the media, for various reasons, that they don't have. Um, <clears throat> but remember, depetro.com. Please visit our different sponsors that are just uh, that are there, just like the Cuisin Inn. I was at the Cuisin Inn just the other day, you know, beautifully set for Christmas. They have a reliable, friendly staff, easy, free parking right there. I have some family coming in town. We're already making plans. We're going to go to the Cuisin Inn, 226 Cuisin Avenue. West Warwick. <clears throat> Never mind for those of you, maybe you're shopping on Route 2 near the mall. You could shoot right over and have a lunch, dinner, or drinks at the Cuisin Inn. You know, at the right time, I, I plan to do a one after dark there live broadcast just because it's it's a perfect setup. It's free parking. There's different large corners of it. They have the biggest bar in the state, the Cuisin Inn, 226 Cuisin Avenue in West Warwick. Now, folks, again, with the Charlotte Lester case, um, I'm not going to get into it too much, but you can log on at the website dipetro.com. Now you're you're not you're not going to find those reports anywhere else. You're not going to find those reports anywhere else. Now we also have a lot on the Rob Mack case, and that is the situation. That's the instance. But I'm going to get to that in a moment. But the Charlotte Lester case, I, I just want to repeat. You you can't just when 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 there's going to be an arrest it has to be something that excuse me but is going to stick you don't want to by the way everybody on facebook live i'm going to talk about the situation at the rhode island state house momentarily here uh, that's why if you're watching on facebook you see the den of thieves behind me you know it's all its glory with this blue sky uh we purposely have it that you can't see the homeless that have decided they're just going to sleep out in front as if that's acceptable. Oh, okay, it's the people's house. So I guess people could start living there as well. I mean, it, it, it reaches a point of just lunacy here. But but let me just touch on the Charlotte Lester case. And again, I want to remind people, there's, there's so many different times. I'll just give a quick example. I think this might be helpful. <clears throat> Not everybody, because people don't listen or read. When I post stories from thepetro.com, I can't tell you the number of people. They don't even click on the link and, and take, you know, three minutes to read it. They just, everyone is just reacting off headlines. But be that as it may, the reason why police don't reveal everything they have, it's, it's very simple. It, it, otherwise, it would help the individual <clears throat> who ultimately could be charged here. Now, I know some people don't get that, and some people say the police should be providing us for more details. The the law enforcement, and by the way, this, this doesn't just pertain to war police. This is whether it's what's going on out in Idaho. Um, if the situation was different, I, I would even contemplate going there and broadcasting from Idaho, Moscow, where they had the four college students. That That is so rare and uh, unusual. Four people stabbed to death college students in Idaho, and they, they don't have a person of interest. They, right now, seemingly don't have a clue, but it's so odd. <clears throat> it had to have been more than one person with the Idaho thing. I just don't understand how you had six people in the house, four were killed. I don't think that whoever did that, the killers knew that there were two more people in the house, but otherwise... If, if I'm in a room and I'm sleeping and we hear people getting stabbed, I'm locking the door, I'm fighting, I'm whatever, calling 911. It's just so bizarre and unusual. But anyhow, but just the Charlotte Lester case, what I, I want you to understand, and I recognize not everyone's going to get this, but what you don't want to do, and I've learned this from number one, spending time with police, number two, spending time in courtrooms, I've covered 
I think more local trials than anybody else in our local area. You learn a lot by attending trials, how they put things together. Um, I enjoy good communication with our prosecutors, uh, attorney general's office, which I think right now is being run very, very efficiently. U.S. attorney saw him at the Providence Police Department promotion ceremony um, just a, a short time ago. But <clears throat> let's just say you don't release to the public. We I'll just give an example. If if let's just say you have someone who committed a crime. Stay with me. This is a what time is it? It's twelve seventeen. I'm going to explain this in one minute why you don't release details. Let's say you have someone that committed a crime. And <clears throat> what that person doesn't know is law enforcement has them traveling on the roads in their vehicle. Camera picked it up. So police don't say anything. So the person they question, they say, did you leave your house on such and such a night, right? The night of the murder. And the person says, no, I, I actually didn't. I was home all night. Okay, now, now, right now, you don't say anything, but you have the video of that person traveling. However, if you were to let out that you had the person on video, then you say, were, did, were you uh, out on the night of the incident, the murder, when it happened. And the person might say, as a matter of fact, yes, I couldn't sleep, so I went for a ride. So the more information you give, and then the more they can backfill, and then I, whether or not it, it seems reasonable, but there's a huge difference between, no, I didn't leave my house. And yeah, I, I you may have seen me. I was out riding around. I couldn't sleep, or I, I thought I, whatever, you know, whatever the excuse may be. But there's a world of difference between that and, <clears throat> and then that. Now, every time a crime is committed, mistakes are made. The individual, they don't remember everything that was done. They don't remember. Did they touch something? Did they, whatever it may be. So they, they know of something. They may have dropped something somewhere. And they don't know if the police have it. So I just want to wrap this up by saying, therefore... The, the, the number one objective of any law enforcement agency. Now, in this situation, we've been talking about Warwick because someone was saying to me, you know, I'm surprised they haven't come out and had a statement and give an update on the brief. Well, whether it's Warwick or anyone else, the, what is the main, the real goal? The real goal is to solve the crime that obviously was committed or figure out what, what happened. It's, it's, actually, it's not, you know, to keep us up to date on everything, keep the public, whatever it may be. In Idaho, it's obviously difficult because you have a very nervous community. Four people seemingly stabbed to death and a murderer on the loose or more than one. Um, but I, I, I just want to explain that to people because if people say, you know, I'm, I can't believe they haven't come out and briefed us on everything going on. Well, you know, there's, there's reasons for that. And there's also details only known Many times to the individual that was involved with it, because you get different kooks that come forward or or sometimes, you know, there's all kinds of different elements to this. I, you, you can't nail it down to one. I'm not trying to be this isn't CSI or Perry Mason, but sometimes an individual confides something to someone or or someone that they're incarcerated with, whatever it may be, that only the person responsible might know that detail. So, so the police could, none of this, nope, 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 wait a minute. There's only one person that would remember, you know, blah, blah, blah. They did whatever it was. So, um, so anyhow, <clears throat> there's, there's a lot of details there. I am surprised. I think it's interesting for me, anyhow, when I see how other media covered the story. I am surprised they leave out huge gaps. Very important to me, parts of the story. And the, the biggest element of the Charlotte Lester case that I want to just wrap this up with at 1221 on this Tuesday. And again, folks, we have more video and stories on it on the website. And, and, and because it, it was also fluid, you know, I, I, um, I'd get these people like, gee, why, why are you spending so much time on that story? 
gee, gee, I don't know. How often is it that someone just like disappears? Not often. How many missing persons cases are there right now in, you know, pick a place, North Kingstown? None that I'm really aware of. There's a new guy in Warwick that's missing. It's been missing since early November. It seems a little different there. The family's saying he might be at a casino, might not be. I'm not exactly sure. But <clears throat> but then when you have a story and there's new developments that keep happening, you go farther into the story. It never ceases to amaze me that it's, it's very clear that some people, they, they don't have an inkling how news works. You know, just like the people. Notice no one's talking about 9-11 anymore. Well, why would they talk about 9-11? There's nothing new to say about 9-11. You know, there's, there's also no one talking about World War II anymore in the news. I'm not talking about in history. Notice no one's talking about Vietnam. Well, there's nothing new to say about Vietnam. These are people that clear. No, that's all I'm saying. No one's talking about. Why would anyone talk? What are they going to say about it? <laughs> There's a difference between the history and then like something that's in the news. So, yeah, the J- every November it sweeps. Somebody rolls out new details on the JFK uh, assassination. And then we all learn there's no. There's nothing new. But I, I get people like that. No, that's all I'm saying. Notice no one's talking about 38 Studios anymore. Well, what is there to be said about 38 Studios that hasn't already been said? <clears throat> Stories have a life as long as there's new information is like fuel to a fire. The more new information Stories developing. The situation in Mo- the Idaho, Moscow, Idaho, that's that's daily. And sometimes the story is hourly. I'm not trying to lecture on how news works, but notice no one's talking about 38. Well, I, I, I don't know what else to say to some some people that say that. But the, the Charlotte Lester case just continues to have different turns. And I want to just finish it with this. Listen, it comes back to where was she headed? She was headed, last seen heading up that hill to Staples. I come back to, where were the police for one month? Were they at different locations? No. They sat on that house 24-7 for a solid month. Well, were they at, were they at another residence? No. What was it about that house that police in Warwick managed to show a judge to get a search warrant, not only to search warrant to go in, but to sit there for a full month. You have to show that to somebody. So I, I, it comes, it begins and ends there. You know, I was early on, there were all these different theories. People were saying, go search here. Did you look over there? Did you look in Westerly? Well, did you look in me? You know, foolishness. Um, a very wise investigator said, look where the police are looking. Follow them. They don't always make announcements, but based on where they're looking, says a lot. And also, as Lieutenant Gannon said, they, they go where they know. In, in a moment where someone has seemingly or people committed a crime, they don't start thinking of new places. They go where they know. It's not about where you or I know. It's where the person knows. So important. I would have different people. Well, did you check down along, you know, west? west, What are you talking about? Well, did you check it yet? Yeah, I checked in Maine. I drove up there. Why would I check in Maine? (laughs) Um, But anyhow, but there's a lot there, and, and especially... At the very least, it's a very unusual individual that Lady and Bug and I had that encounter with. But folks, I want to just also reiterate, you, you can't just, that's how you blow an investigation. They move too quickly. The O.J. Simpson case, I maintain, is a perfect example. If they'd slowed it down, not been in such a hurry, taken their time, he wasn't going anywhere. Even if he went on the run, they'd extradite him at some point. They should have slowed that down. They could have people following him, good people watching him. Um, but there was there was no reason to rush, rush. That's an example of rushing a case. Um, this portion of our program, folks, it's brought to you by Propane Plus. Listen, call Propane Plus today for all your heating and cooling needs. 401 401- 
885-4209. In Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Three generations, they're available 24-7. They also have a very user-friendly website. It's propaneplus.com. You just go on, you type in your zip code, residential or commercial. If you use propane and more builders are using it and more companies are switching over to it, call Propane Plus. I'll tell you, that family, they are so knowledgeable. I learn so much by listening to them. And remember, propane is affordable. It is sustainable. It's energy for everyone. It's equitable. It's good for the environment, lowest carbon fuel, and it's now renewable. Propane Plus, energy for everyone. Give them a call today in Rhode Island, 401-885-4209 in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359 for Propane Plus. Now, I also just want to touch on, because then I have people asking me, and I'm not uh, I'm not going to spend too much time, because I want to talk about what's taking place right now. Um, at the state house, it's it's it, it it what's happening right now is an example of, of of everything that is starting to go wrong in the state. But I did want to mention the Rob Mack case. So again, I I spoke with someone yesterday that said, "So what's the, what's going on with that case? What's the latest on it?" Now listen, as I have said, this is the Boston Police Department we're talking about. Okay, this this is the Boston Police Department. That this this were the same people involved with the marathon bombing. They, they're very vested in this case. <clears throat> I recognize someone that knows this Rob Mack, who I, I have not met yet, McClanahan. I'd like to meet him. I'd like to talk to him. I'd love to hear his side of the story. I'm sure I'll find him at some point. But this happened. He is presumed innocent under the law. He is out on bail. Uh, he was arrested, charged. He's out on bail with certain conditions. He has to remain in Rhode Island, and he can go to Massachusetts to see his attorney. Uh, this is this is his new life for right now. You have like several stages of of life when someone is going through this. But I want to remind this: is the Boston Police Department, with the with the uh, um, district attorney in Massachusetts, they they posted on their Facebook page. Why he was arrested. They sent the Fugitive Task Force to Rhode Island to arrest him. They had a press conference afterwards. My point, they don't do that for every crime. He is a white male. He's going to be 44 next month. This isn't some mixed up 19-year-old kid that did it as a, a, a frat prank. They put out his name. They held the press conference. They dragged him back there. I, I don't he's not going to be in court in a long time. In the meantime, now you just have to like go on with your life. However you do that. With all the damaging headlines. There's not been one story that has said he's guilty. These are just charges. Uh, whatever happened to innocent until proven guilty? He is innocent until proven. By the way, until proven guilty or not guilty. They come back with a finding of not guilty. It doesn't mean innocent, by the way. You're you're presumed innocent. He is not. He he has been arrested, and they they they've charged him with very serious crime. But I I I want to remind now. There's also there was a strange twist with this story. And as I was speaking to a member of law enforcement about it, if you log on to Petro.com, you see I I labeled it that way. Strange twist. The uh, many times defense attorneys they play slippery games. And I was speaking to someone that said that many times in the hallway outside, the, in the, when uh, police officers are going to go and testify, a defense attorney will go up to the rookie new police officer and start, hey, I meant to ask you, did you, was that Tuesday night you filed that or once? And then they don't know. They think, oh, may, maybe it's someone from the attorney general's office, when in fact it's the defense attorney. And they're, they're pulling a fast one. So I don't know who contacted at least one of the victims. But, and we have the story on DePetro.com, the original story. And then you have, it is odd that someone contacts 
someone who is involved with this person and they, whatever they say, I think they're somehow have a loophole to get out of it in case they get caught, but they record it and it's most likely it's someone connected to, it's, it's just very odd. It's, they're not who they say they are, put it that way. So you can read about it. I'm not trying to talk in code, but you can read about it there. But just so we're clear on that, I mean, that you heard our legal expert, Attorney Tim Dodd, was saying the Rob Mack case, um, maybe, maybe spring of 24. So, again, I, I don't know him. You know, we know some of the same people because the Hendrickson connection, because of various different instances. So he just now has to carry on with his life uh, through 23 until somehow they come to some kind of, okay, we're going to we're gonna go to trial or whatever. So no one said the system is fair. And I just want to remind, what, what people need to understand is our court system, folks, it's, it's very transactional. Um, when you're in it, if you have been part of it, you know what I'm talking about. You know, they, it's, it's just very transactional. These people, whether they work at the courthouse or they work with law enforcement, or they work for the attorney general's office. This is their job. Every day they're going through and doing these things. And over a period of time, it, it's transactional. Um, I don't know if it's a great analogy, but check out the workers at Fenway Park, right? As people are arriving and they're all excited for the people that work at Fenway, it's just it's just another game. It's just another crowd coming through. They got to collect the tickets or scan the tickets. And then now the beer signs are open and the people are coming in and they're all excited. And we drove all the way up and blah. But for the people that work there, very, very transactional. I think that makes sense. All right. I'm going to talk about the situation with the um, the state house and the homeless in, in just a moment. But, folks, I want to remind you again about AtMed Urgent Care. You know, I've been saying in emergency rooms everywhere, it's not just around here. But because of COVID, because of flu, and because of influenza, in Rhode Island, we have been hard hit. Our emergency, our healthcare system in Rhode Island, it's not your imagination. Tragically, it's crumbling. If you can, you want to avoid the emergency room. I did a video, Governor McKee, they put out the new guidelines, basically telling people, don't go to the emergency room. But that's why I want to tell you, and in many ways, I'm almost doing this as a public service, but it's it's at med urgent care. For instance, let's just say today, Tuesday, if I was involved, even myself or someone, and there's an emergency, and someone says, we got to get them to the emergency room, I would say, go to at med urgent care, and they'll see them that much faster. They have doctors, nurses, they specialize in ambulatory medicine, but you're not going to have the long wait. Now, many times now, someone's in a car accident. Accident. Years ago, people would say, just to be sure, be on the safe side, I'll, I'll, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go into the, uh, yeah, let's go to the emergency room just to get checked out. Do you know emergency rooms won't even take people anymore? Now, I'm not saying someone that goes flying through the windshield and then what have you, but just that they don't want to take you unless really it's almost like you're arriving by act by ambulance, excuse me, but at med urgent care will check you out. How many people are you listening? You were in a, in a vehicle accident, and maybe that night you seem fine, and the next day you're sore. So then you think, ah, maybe I should get checked out. At Med Urgent Care, two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue with Johnson, that's right in the Atwood Medical Center, and also 5750 Post Road East Greenwich. Whether it's work-related or a vehicle accident, immunizations, full laboratory services, at Med, A-T-M-E-D, at Med Urgent Care, and online at MedUrgentCare.net. Well, folks, it's Tuesday afternoon. I'm going to touch on the situation here at the Rhode Island State House uh, with this whole unhoused situation. But check out DePetro.com, which is brought to you by, it's Jake Burke, Burke Martial Arts. Hey, it's the end of this year. We're going to be beginning a new year. Maybe you want to get in shape. Maybe you want to be fit. Maybe you want to be able to defend yourself. Burke's Martial Arts. Self-defense, fitness, martial arts, kickboxing. 
Jake is like special forces. There's a link on the website. If you can make it to thebeachroad.com, you can link through 880 Eddy Street in Providence, Burke's Martial Arts. The situation at the State House with all the individuals that are there. Now, tomorrow morning, there's going to be a hearing in court, 10 o'clock. The homeless advocates, all their supporters, are going to be gathering ahead of time. And they're going to be gathering uh, because of the situation at the State House. And they also say, you know, because of what's happening statewide. But I, I find the conversation, it's, it's so distorted, right? Like there are these people that are just, the, the element of, quote, homelessness. First of all, it's, it's, it's nothing new. Number one, it's nothing new. Number two, as I have said, I think the McKee administration, I believe they've done a lousy job fully explaining and defining the differences that we have. So, but but look at the current administration, the McKee administration, the Biden administration. Folks, the more, let me, let me explain this at, what time is it? 1237, you're listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. The more you allow people to game the system, more people will game the system. And the more that they make these resources and programs available to all these different people, the more that people will. I'm, I'm often, and I shouldn't be, but many people are surprised that people are taking advantage of our border situation. Have you seen the coverage? I talked about it last hour. The border situation is is totally over the top and unacceptable. We seal the border. It's like we don't have a border. All those people that are coming in, what do you think? They, they need housing. They're going to need food. Many of them are not in good health. You know, most of them don't speak English. In the Biden administration, they keep pushing them in. We, when they, Some of them will make their way north here to the Rhode Island, Massachusetts area, where do you think they go? Let's just stick for Rhode Island for a moment. If you have some of those people at the border that they are letting in, right? How about Sicily? There's no one worse locally than Sicily. Sicily, they're coming from war-torn countries. What war-torn countries? You're talking about people that these are children and where are they coming from? Why do we have to take them? Why do you have to pay for them? Why do I have to pay for them? But let's just stick with the Rhode Island. All right, so the, the, all these, quote, migrants, illegals coming over the border, the ones that make it to Rhode Island, do you, are they going to end up living in Barrington? No. Are they going to end up living in Cumberland? No. No. Are they going to end up living in EG? No. Where do they end up living? They live in Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls, some smaller pockets, Newport, Woonsocket. West Warwick, but by and large, they're going to end up in Providence, Pawtucket, Central Falls. So are they living in the most expensive homes? Are they living in the east side of Providence? No, they're going to live in Oneyville or off Minton Avenue or Silver Lake or Washington Park or South, <coughs> South Providence. That's where they're going to end up. But I, I, I just can't believe then these people that say, why do we have such a low-income housing shortage? Where do you think they're living? Where do you think they're, what are, what are they taking up? They're taking up all of the, quote, low-income housing. But it's as if they, and it's not as if Sabina Matos, that Lieutenant Governor McKee, it's not like they don't know this. They do know it. They just don't want to acknowledge it. But we have a major problem that there are people who they lost their job. They're tired of looking for work. They they don't want to work anymore. In the Green New Deal, Bernie Sanders, the squad, 
It's socialism. It's Venezuela. In the Green New Deal, they had a section entitled Those Who Choose Not to Work. And it was these people that, quote, choose not to work. They need to be given free housing, free meals, free health care. Why? Because they, quote, choose not to work. But it's so preposterous that these these people and, and parts of the media are advocating. Like, how can you kick out those poor people at the state house what, of anywhere you could live in Rhode Island? What, why? And I, I get the protest element, but why would you camp out at the state house? You can't live there. Like, the whole argument is, is complete ridiculous foolishness. Right now, let's, I don't know, Winsocket City Hall. So, according to their logic, that's the people's house. So people should go and live there. Like there are people trying to do business there. There are people trying to conduct business there. There are people trying to work there. There are people that are trying to, you know, carry out the functions for the various cities and towns. It's not set up that way. It's not designed this way. But every time you offer, you know, Governor McKee, as I said, he signed to keep the emergency effort going in Rhode Island. I don't know why people surprised at that. Here's a news bulletin. As long as they're offering it, he's signing up for it. We may be the last state, but as long as they keep pumping, first of all, Biden, they shouldn't keep having this. But all these people get extra money on their EBT card. You still talk to businesses. They can't find workers. Now, one thing I'll say about all these people coming over the border, a lot of them, if not most of them, they, they will, they'll work. You know, do I really fault an illegal who's in a restaurant who doesn't speak English that came here and he's washing dishes in a restaurant? The restaurant needed someone. I hear from different restaurant people. They show up. They're on time. They're good workers. They want to work. You know, some of these, the Kennedy Plaza crowd in Providence, the Lord's has given out reparations because a slave ship pulled up to Newport in 1695. Providence, you have white people getting slave reparations, makes no sense. But this element of, you know, everybody's got to help me. I'm just living in a tent at the state house. I want a ride. I want free housing. I want free food. I need free clothes. Where did these people come from? Now, one thing I'll say, those people speak English, and they're definitely from Rhode Island. The couple I interviewed last week at the state, well, I didn't interview them. I talked to them off before I went live. Um, they were living in an abandoned warehouse, I think, in Woonsocket. And then someone found them and kicked them out. But they had set up like a little apartment. There's a couple. There were a couple. She's in a wheelchair. He's her caregiver. I don't, I don't know how these people got to where they are. But it's not your imagination. We're, we're getting more and more people. But I, I can't believe the reaction of people. And I just mean like people in the media that they're, they're dedicating everything. Like we have to help these. You 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 can't help these people. The numbers are going to get larger. You can't have them out in the cold. You can't have them out in the snow. You can't have them living outside in tents. That's that's new. That really started as I've talked about since the Occupy Wall Street. Because look at downtown Los Angeles. I mean they're talking over forty thousand people living in tents everywhere and 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 it's it's certain states that allow it and it'll just grow but i i can't you know many years ago rush limbaugh i don't even remember exactly but it just made such an impression on me i knew rush i worked with rush but he he told the story of a man lost his job. Somebody lost their job and they wrote a letter to the president of the United States. And I just remember Rush saying, if you lost your job, like that's the last person, like when you're bothering the commander in chief, I lost my job, so I'm gonna write a letter to the president is if he should stop everything and help this individual find employment of some kind. We have businesses that can't find workers. You have people that have fallen out of the workforce. You get more of these progressive organizations that want to do more for the homeless and more free housing 
and there should be more vouchers and they want the hotel vouchers and they they need transportation they want rides places it's not that difficult it's been going on for years you live near a bus line oh i don't like public transportation too bad you can't afford a vehicle you need to work you need to contribute you need to as they say earn your keep there's something rewarding about a full day's work you know that person you may hate working in that restaurant but they're willing to pay you here's your pay you worked eight hours whatever it is clearing tables washing dishes what have you here's your pay you just earned this money we paid you everyone in rhode island now minimum wage like 15 dollars an hour Sanity, what is going on? These people. What if there was an earthquake? I mean, there are times that could be a real emergency. Just like as you're about to take off on the plane. They have the announcement. And then the event of a water landing or whatever, right? The yellow thing drops down. Put it on yourself. The seat becomes a life raft. So many of these people now would just be absolutely lost. Absolutely lost. Well, wait a minute. Someone's supposed to do this for me. There's no one to do it for you. Right? Gilligan's Island. You've landed there. Where are we going to sleep? How are we going to eat? Who's going to feed us? There's no one coming. Fend for yourself. How would you make it? COVID was a good example. People just could not adjust to the changes that came with COVID. Now, everything is so reliant, so reliant, and they just become more. It becomes addicting. You're not helping. See, I find what's very deceiving are it's people get caught up in the Christmas spirit. You know, one of the worst things about the homelessness also is it's such a, There's so many different problems with it. A good example is it's such a cheap thrill for those that roll down their, you know, whatever, put down their window, person panhandling, hand them whatever it is, buck, two bucks, five bucks, some change, put up the window. And what does the person say? I just did a good thing. That's a random act of kindness. There was someone standing there. They were haggard. And I rolled on my window and I, I gave them a couple bucks. You know, I just, I feel good about myself. You, you didn't do anything. They're, they're going to make a beeline for the liquor store. I've seen, if you ever watch them, I've seen panhandlers when one's there and then the other one approaches and they're talking. What he's doing is he, I've seen them slip that one, those little nip bottles. See, they take turns. I'll do it for this amount of time. And then you do with that, and then whatever we raise, then I'll you stay here, I'll go to the liquor store, and I'll get us some, some of those nip bottles. You're only contributing to the drugs and alcohol. But it's such a... There were people that, I just did a good thing. I just rolled down my window, and I just gave that person um, my loose change. Look how good I am. Just like on social media, something happens. Prayers for Paris. I just did a really good thing. I did a hashtag. Prayer for Paris. Pray for Paris. <laughs> it's like the people putting the Ukraine flag in their uh, their social media profile. Someone who I thought was funny was like, you know, I just saw that woman. She put a Ukraine flag in her, her Twitter profile. She must be a really good person. <laughs> Uh, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by our friend Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial Advisors. Hey, listen, I know people want to help the world. Charity begins at home. For over 125 years, Ameriprise Financial has provided advice for clients' unique goals, help millions of Americans retire on their terms. Now, you saw that thief, right, with crypto they just arrested in the Bahamas. Now, there's a, a long trail of people. P.T. Barnum would have been proud of that guy. There are a lot of vultures out there. Remember, and it's not easy to navigate because there are different people posting. 
I can't believe how much money I'm making. Blah, blah, blah. It's like the people posting I'm winning with all these bets, all the gambling. Terrible right now. You need solid advice. And what I'm offering you right now on this Tuesday, December 13th, is a free consultation with Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. Folks, it's very simple. You want to be on solid ground with your finances. This isn't your brother-in-law, right? It's not your uncle. It's not the person sitting next to you in the cubicle at work. Says he's got a lead on a hot stock. Tom Bryan, he has the experience. Ameriprise, 125 years. Call for a free consultation. Whether it's, you know, different trusts, a living trust, retirement planning. Just have, this is like having a doctor look at your finances to make sure you're on the right path. I'll guarantee one thing. You'll come away with very useful information. And that's what you want. Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial. Call today, free consultation, 401-434-1510. Office is located 400 Massoid Avenue in East Providence. Tommy Bryan is the real thing. 401-434-1510. Take advantage of a free consultation. Well, folks, at 1252, you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I um, And I, I do believe the McKee people have kind of dropped the ball on this. I don't understand his housing secretary who, who will not uh, answer any questions from the media. These people sleeping in tents can't be sleeping at the Rhode Island State House. Much like, listen, we can't have people, they shouldn't have anyone sleeping in tents anywhere. There's a difference between, it's if someone wants to have people pitch tents in their backyard, then that's something, you know, to consider. But not on, not on public property. I'm against that. Much like those people should not be camping out in downtown Los Angeles or downtown anywhere. Boston has the problem with what they call mass and cast. Terrible. But the more services you provide, the more you give people the inclination that it's doable, the more they're going to game the system and try to do it. They absolutely are. And, and those in charge should not be surprised at that. When you offer the safe injection center, don't be surprised if the use of, of drug injections increases Safe injection sites. What What are you telling the people? You can do it. You just got to do it safely. Wrong. Shouldn't be doing it at all. El Rongo. Against that. And one of the, there was a good story in the New York Times. The woman was like, I, you know, I, I don't, and this is someone who, this woman has struggled with substance abuse. She said, you know, I, I'm not convinced that's a good idea because every time she was trying to get clean, she'd get lured into, well, at least the needles are clean and it's safe. I mean, you can't have it. Get rid of the carrot and the stick. Now, something else I just want to mention. Providence schools call meeting after district confirms closure. I, I, am, I find it shameful the way that there are certain members of the local media that I understand why they're doing it. Because they want to, quote, own the story. And they're putting every tweet, comment, reaction from the teachers union. The Providence Journal, their their coverage is enabling and encouraging the union. School closures, not purview of school board. What the Rhode Island Department of Education is saying. Listen, this is, it's all noise. And, And it's very expensive noise. That we're paying for, whether you realize it or not. Providence schools get $300 million a year, at least, from the state. What does that mean? That means everybody from Lincoln to East Providence to Johnston to Providence. Well, obviously Providence. 2019 spring, May, June was the John Hopkins report. Nothing has changed. It's going to be Four years later, 
The Teachers Union of Providence, as we have discussed, they are, they are, that's all it is. Run out the clock, delay, run out the clock, delay. Do you remember Dean Smith used to run the four-corner offense? That's why they instituted the shot clock. Teams, remember Dean Smith, North Carolina, four corners, slow down the game. They wanted the defense to change. So they, and they would burn minutes off the clock. It was terrible to watch. Thank God they instituted the shot clock. 24 minutes in the pros and the college started the shot clock. That was because of Dean Smith in North Carolina, four corners. If they were ahead or they wanted the defense to change the defense, whatever it was, they would just, they'd go outside. They'd pass the ball around the horn. No attempts at the basket. So that, that's what the teachers union does. Right? We, we don't like the way this is going. We're going to slow it down. We're going to confuse the process. Blah, blah, blah. You can't close the schools. What about this? Look at the mold. There's rats over there. Delay, delay. And, and local media, whatever the union says, they just, you know, Justin Katz called that. Absolutely eating it up. I, um, I'll be curious if I see any type of negative headlines. There are children, children graduating, receiving a diploma from uh, Providence Public High Schools who cannot speak English. Good luck. But they're given the diploma. Push them along. But look at this quote. Can Governor McKee really evict homeless people sleeping on state house grounds? Evict. Notice that word, evict. The word evict, that gets emotion from people, right? You think of some being evicted from an apartment. What do you think of when you hear eviction? You hear of thrown on the street. You hear of greedy landlord. They're being evicted. How about, you know, listen, you, you can't sleep out here anymore. This is insanity as they're dropping needles and urinating and poop and all this other foolishness that the people have to go through. It is, it's really just disgraceful. And it leads to squalor. Folks, hey, I want to remind you about Falcon Pest Services. Call them today. Free consultation, 401-739-1322. Falcon Pest Services. What type of pest? Residential or commercial? Rhode Island or Massachusetts? Falcon Pest Services. Termites, bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, gulp, rats, many other pests. They have monthly programs. They have one time. They have yearly, whatever it is. You know, pests, sometimes they lay dormant and then they come roaring back certain times of the year and weather. Call Falcon Pest Services today. Free consultation 401 739 1322 and online falcon folks it's 12:59 i will be doing facebook live later next hour is radio only right now we're going to break for the one o'clock news the power hour is next don't go anywhere back on the other side right here on the john DePietro show